Welcome to Tart Club. Turgid Tomes is a wanton book club where we get together every other Wednesday to eat, drink, and discuss the latest romantical read. If you happened upon this podcast and don't like the F word or boners, now's your chance to GTFO. This is your official explicit content warning. This podcast is highly inappropriate and listener discretion is advised. do my intro oh. <laughs> i was like is she trying to eat my hair I'm like oh we're doing something cute <laughs> okay uh, carry on, carry on. Oh i was like why is she is she gonna headbutt me when i'm doing <laughs> greetings fellow tarts ashley here head hussy in charge and today we are wrapping up the smut miss spectacular with welcome to the dark side by gianna darling and we have Amanda back with us to discuss. Hey, Amanda. Oh, hey. That's right. Amanda and I are recording in person. It's weird. It is it's, weird. It's weird. So, what have you been up to? Chilling, killing. <laughs> have you read anything else other than the Chloe Brown and Welcome to the Dark Side? No. <laughs> Don't come for me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know... The Chloe Brown book was not your jam. How are you now? Are you scarred for life again? I am. Ah! Even worse this time. Ah! (laughs) Like crying and shitting and throwing up while reading it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You know, I didn't... I go into these books blind a lot, too. (laughs) So sometimes, it, you know, I just end up being... What the fuck did I just read? Well, you warned me about the age gap, and I was yeah. still like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, the first time... So this is the second time I've read it, but I don't... I don't remember that shit. So when I went to reread it, it just hit me. It hit me. Oh. Hit you again. Oh, this is... I don't remember it being this gross. Oh, yeah, it's real weird. The first time I read it. <laughs> um. <laughs> when did you read it the first time? Were you younger? No, not, no, it was a while ago, but my Mm. memory shit, so I just, I inhale books, like, I just binge book series, Mm -hmm. and my brain just wipes the memory right after, and then I dive right into another series. Okay, let me just double check and make sure. (laughs) It is set to the USB mic this time. (laughs) I'm so good at this, I'm such a professional. Podcast queen. (laughs) Yas. Ironically enough... We are recording the last December uh, episode on Halloween. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm recording ahead because I want to try, I'm going to attempt NaNoWriMo this year, which is national writer, authors, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) So I'm going to try that this year. So I didn't want to have to record, edit, do all the social media stuff. I'm trying to get everything done ahead of time. I might end up doing a series, like a video series on my attempt at NaNoWriMo. Kind of like a video diary. I don't know. I'm thinking. Like you little vlogger. Yeah. <laughs> vlogger. <laughs> I don't, it's something I'm thinking about. I don't know, because I feel like other people might struggle with it too. Or they might be interested to see the process. Yeah. It, it'll probably just be me crying a lot. You know, crying and frustration. So yeah, happy Halloween. Merry Smutmas. Happy Hollow Christmas. <laughs> uh, wait, what are people, what people are referring to October? Because they had Smut-tember. Cocktober? And, yeah, it's Cocktober. Happy Cocktober, witches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the best of both worlds. It's, it's you know, Christmas, Halloween. Love it. I'm wearing an Oogie Boogie onesie, very on brand. Yes. For Christmas, Halloween. Yes. For October. I, yeah, I I put on a red sweater to pretend. Hell yeah. Um, but it is actually cold. It is. It's actually cold the last day of October, so. Truly blessed. Yeah, sometimes we just sweat it out until, like, January or February. Yeah. That's typically. usually what happens. I had to turn my heat on this morning. Really? Yeah. Stinks. <laughs> literally stinks like well yeah, it has to burn off the dust down. <laughs> no 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 it's so it just sits there pretty much for the whole year untouched yeah 
because it's always hot as fuck here. Yeah. And then when winter rolls around, you turn it on and it's it's it's, it's dusty. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's happening? Okay. You forgot your book report. I forgot my book report. At work. Like an asshole. <laughs> It's not a, a, a it's not a graded assignment, <laughs> so this episode might go off the rails a bit more than usual because you know we're just gonna wing it. Always a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let's get to the booze. The to best the part. Booze. Let's get to the booze. What drink did you pick for this book? I'm sipping on a Mary Cherry Christmas cocktail. Oh, sorry, that was Nick. <clears throat> Thought it was a cat. I just saw a shadow and I was like, oh my god, is your demon ghost man back in my house? Can you imagine if we got murdered right now and they found us? They'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing just sweats and a Christmas sweater. I'm wearing a fake bloodstained Oogie Boogie onesie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, why not? Let's, you know, spice it up. Let's spice up their day. We'd be uh, a cool podcast story. Yeah. Interesting. No one would skip our episode. <laughs> <laughs> so last time we recorded, I know this, you know, we'll get to the Christmas stuff. Yeah. And we'll get to the other holiday, cheery holiday shit in a minute. But we're, you know, it's Halloween. So let's, uh, let's tell a little spooky, spooky story. Last time Amanda and I recorded, um, <laughs> there were some very odd audio clips that popped up. I'm not sure what they were. I am haunted. Um, in one of the clips, it literally sounded like a dude saying something in between us talking, which, you know, usually I hear weird clips and it I record through Zoom, so it garbles a lot. But this was... Amanda and I record in person. Mm-hmm. We're neighbors. So it literally picked it up off my... You know, because I suck and it recorded off my laptop mic. So it wasn't through Zoom. There's a lot less garble that way. But straight up sounded like a dude just trying to interrupt and mansplain in the middle of us recording our episode. So when I I got the clip, I took the clip and I had it on my phone and then I handed it to you to listen. You almost threw my phone at me because <laughs> you got spooked. <laughs> Fill them in. Fill, tell them the story you told me about Savannah. Oh, God. Okay, so my friend and I stayed at this Airbnb. Um, I'm asleep, you know, vibing and having a good time. And Shay wakes me up frantically telling me someone's trying to contact me. Oh <laughs> Apparently, my God. someone whispered my name. They're like, Amanda. And she's awake, so she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I said, tell him to shut up. I'm sleeping. <laughs> uh, it is Savannah. Yeah. It's the city built on its dead. Yeah, that's what it's known for. Apparently, they're trying to contact me about my car's extended warranty. <laughs> Probably, fucking fucks. <laughs> maybe when you leave, I'll have to bust out some sage. We'll see if your probably. buddy shows up again. You should probably do it anyway. I will most definitely be editing this in the daytime. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's your there's your spooky holiday story. We're just, this, this episode is just like a fucking mashup. Cursed. (laughs) This episode is cursed. Nah. All right. Look, it's Nick. Bye. Hello, goodbye. My father. Your father. Always walking out on (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Love him. He's like, I gotta go. (laughs) We have things to do that are not in here. (laughs) I gotta go hang out with the other cat. All right. Oh, we were presenting drinks. Yeah. We got sidetracked. We went from drinks. (laughs) We went from drinks to demons and ghosts. It's fine. Okay, back to drinks. All right. Mary Cherry cocktail. What's in it? Oh, okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) I just dissociated. You did this last time. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. We'll start. Okay, so you went with a Mary Cherry cocktail. Mary Cherry Christmas cocktail. Okay. To and be why exact. why did what was your reasoning? Why did you pick this one? Because of that little cherry lollipop scene. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about to vomit my cocktail. <laughs> Get it? Cocktail. <laughs> On brand. 
Alright, so what's in it? Consists of one can of White Claw Black Cherry Hard Seltzer. Ooh. Not my favorite, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, one to two ounces of vodka, but I didn't measure. I just poured that bitch in. <laughs> um, mar... mar-, 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 mar- Maraschino. <laughs> Maraschino. Some little cherries and a handful of fresh mint leaves. Ooh. That sounds really good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. What are you drinking? It's not a hot Okay. Time. What is a hot toddy? Oh, fuck. It's alcohol mixed with something, something warm. Is it like cider? No. no. What? Maybe. I'm about to Google this. God damn it. We gotta look it up now. Hot <laughs> toddy. A spirit that will keep you warm all season long. Just tell me what, be- what it's made of. Whiskey, honey, cinnamon stick. Okay, so it's like a... It's it's like a tea, kind of. But like instead of tea, it's uh, whiskey or brandy okay. or rum. I went with whiskey cocoa. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that time of year, cocoa time. And there's that scene where she serves the drinks to Zeus and Nova and they make fun of him for drinking old man whiskey. <laughs> yeah, just popped in my head. I was like, why not? <laughs> I got instant cocoa pack, so you know, you make your cocoa as per usual, however you like to make it, and you essentially just uh, add a splash or a mini bottle of whiskey to it. All right. Very festive. Very festive. Those are the beverages. Let's talk a little bit about the author. Gianna Darling is a USA Today and Top 40 Amazon best-selling Canadian romance writer who specializes in the taboo and angsty side of love and romance. A born reader and self-proclaimed geek, she is enamored with mythology, history, and all kinds of literature. Before becoming a romance novelist, she was a food journalist, a food blogger, a coach, a French tutor, and the owner of a pie company. I know. For the last few years, she has been living all over Europe, mostly in her second home, France, but she's finally settled with the love of her life in her hometown on an island off of Vancouver. Love that for her. Living the dream. I mean, really. I lurked around a bit on her website. Looks like she has the Fallen Men series, which is where our book is from, Uh, a trilogy, a duet... And she wrote one book in a series called The Elite Seven. But almost every book in the series is written by a different author, which is really cool. That is cool. Yeah. Okay. And I got all that from her website. (laughs) 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 Well, let's get into the brazen book report that Amanda does not have. (laughs) I did have it. You did have. I feel so bad. You worked so hard. Brazen book report. Here we go. How would you summarize this book? All right. I'm going to do my best. Okay, do your best. <laughs> Pick it from my brain. Okay, let's see. Murder, childhood cancer, emphasis on the childhood, <laughs> child, um, grooming, motorcycle gang. Yep. Yeah, all facts. Um, things. <laughs> <laughs> What's your summary of the book? Okay, what I put here? Probably better than mine. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how many times I'll write something down and then I hate it and I just I just fucking wing it. <laughs> A rough and rugged motorcycle enthusiast and the mayor's perfect Stepford daughter reconnect after they were both shot when he saved her life at seven years old. Now that she has sprouted. Uh, <laughs> sprouted them titties. That's what I put. Now she sprouted tits. <laughs> Still a joke. I plucked it. You plucked it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get back on track before we go too far, too deep. All right. Now that she has sprouted tits and an ass, as he would say, he has decided to make her his. <laughs> when she will not leave him alone. Questionable. Questionable. Quite. <laughs> Questionable. Uh, quotes. Do you do you remember any quotes off the top of your head? I actually saved some. Oh, good. Um, okay, there were some good quotes, I will say. There really were. 
Alright, okay, just because someone is not who you want them to be, it does not mean they are incapable of good. Yeah. That's pretty wholesome. Yeah, no, surprisingly, there were a lot of wholesome, deep, relatable quotes in this. Yes, and I know it's fucking creepy. Yeah. So take it with a grain of salt, but when he's like, sometimes a person's got a soul so pretty it makes them glow prettier than anything else. I mean, he's talking about a child, so if he was not talking about a child, it'd be cute. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, is that was he talking about her when she was seven at that point? Or was it when she was grown? I think it's when she was... I mean, she's still a child. Yeah. But she was... She had the titties and She had the, the titties. She had the TNA but at that point. The TNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and then when she's like, if anything was a phase, it was Louise. She's, you know, finding herself, coming of age, whole situation. Yeah. Good soup. All right. <laughs> I'm quoting all these TikToks that are popular now, but like in December, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, people in December are going to be like, oh, wow, she's really okay. throwing it back. <laughs> Fucking boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your favorite quotes. So there, like I said, there were a lot of good ones. This is when she's seven and she's their prison pen pals. He's talking about, oh, no, 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 no. This is before that, I think. So this is after he saves her life when she's a kid. And she says, do you think I'm going to die? If I do, can I come stay with you in hell? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) That one, that one cracked me up. Like this, like, oh, God, child, no. And then this one was really good. You don't apologize to friends for needing them, which is really good. Yeah, I have a bad habit of doing that. I think a lot of people do. You feel like, oh, I'm bothering them, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, what's the point of having friends if they're not there for you? Right. Okay. Favorite part? Favorite part? Let me think. What's my favorite part? Probably when it ended, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, fair. That's it. <laughs> I'm vegan. Nothing? Do you want me to go first and it might jog your memory? Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Favorite part. Okay. First of all, the cover. He literally looks like he has a migraine. Yeah. On the cover of the book. And it cr- like, what? <laughs> so I ended up picking this book because I kept seeing it on TikTok and a lot of people were saying it was getting their posts or accounts banned. Because it was too spicy. Mm. So, you know, smut miss. Spicy, spicy, smut, smut. Getting Mm. shit banned. I thought, all right, well, yeah, there's going to be tons of smut in this. I was not anticipating. I was not anticipating the ick factor. And after reading it, looking back on the cover, you're like, oh, of course he has a fucking migraine. He's trying to mess with children. God's smiting him down. He's getting smoke. (laughs) Let's see. The head shaving. Okay, that was cute as fuck. Yeah, so Lou, so Louise slash Lulu, which we're gonna we're gonna talk about that name. Yep, we're gonna talk about that later. Yep. <laughs> um, so Lou has she had childhood Hodgkin's lymphoma, and she went into remission, and now at seventeen, her cancer is back. It was a big deal to her as a kid when she lost her hair during her chemotherapy treatments. She's upset, thinking, well, this is after she finally, you know, Zeus finally figures out, not that she told him or anything, he finally figures out that her cancer's back. So he knows that she's upset about potentially losing her hair again, so he has her shave his head, mm-hmm. and he's got, like, this wild mane of, you know, think Jason Momoa hair. Mm-hmm. He shaves his head in solidarity, and then, I think it's the next day... He takes her to a barber shop and the whole motorcycle gang, the whole crew's there, and they all shave their heads. All of them shave their heads, and the women get their hair cut short and donate it to for wigs for cancer patients. Wholesome biker moment. Ironically enough, there were a lot of wholesome yeah, moments in this there book. Were. You want to hate it, but then they have scenes like that, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. That was awesome. And also... She didn't end up losing her hair, so I wonder if any of them were like, this fucking shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, she didn't even lose her hair. Why did she shave my head? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure none of them were thinking that, though. My last favorite part was at the very end when Lou shoots Blackjack in the throat because fuck that bitch. 
Yeah. Fuck. She's a baddie. Fuck him. She just shot him in the throat and fully embraced her inner murderess badass. She sure did. I mean, I would have done it too. Yeah. So. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he deserved it. Which, you know, we'll talk about that later also. <laughs> Fuck that guy. So, now that I've done my favorite parts, is did it jog your memory of anything? I know you like the head shaving scene too. Yeah. Head shaving scene was cute. Oh, I liked it when Mute befriended Sammy. Sammy, aww. That was really sweet and wholesome. I yeah. loved Mute. Basically, any part with Mute is my favorite. I wanted a Mute book, but... <laughs> yeah. Which brings us to least favorite part. <laughs> well, every sex scene. <laughs> I hated the scenes with her parents. Like, her dad's <gasps> such a dick. Her mom is so just, like, cold. Telling Ugh. her she's overreacting or faking it. Faking cancer. Yeah. The fuck? You already know she had cancer when you're trying to act like she was faking being sick as a kid. Right. And they're like, yeah, no, she has cancer. So when her cancer is back and you know her cancer is back, you're saying shit like, oh, you can't, you know, pretend to be sicker than you are. Right. What? How about you have cancer? Let's see how you act. Yep. Hated her parents. Um, yeah. Least favorite part, I hated that he had a daughter her same age. Mm-hmm. She was on her cheer team too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so fucking weird. So weird. She's like, how can I make this book weird and then make it even weirder? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? It um, is taboo. She, she like, yeah, you know, when we sure. were talking about, we were going over her bio, she, you know, that's kind of her, she likes to specialize in taboo. So that's pretty much what taboo is. What's the most uncomfortable, weirdest version that I could write of this? And then she did it. Although, honestly, let's not say that because I'm sure there's like way worse. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Just like on the internet. Credence. <coughs> on, on the internet. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> Cut that We're out. in the South. <laughs> Edit that part out. <laughs> Let's just let's just do uh like a southern accent the rest of the <laughs> everyone's like I'm turning this shit off right fucking now immediately <laughs> bye bitch bye bitch <laughs> bye bye um where was I least favorite part okay uh hated it when mute died oh. like why did he have to die the one character oh. I like didn't have a problem with <laughs> oh. what are your uh least favorite parts so you say that about mute um probably should have brought this up earlier but this is actually the second book in the series oh he was in the first book his son that dates his teacher they reference it a lot oh yeah king and cress they were the first book but i didn't see that one getting people banned on tiktok so i just it was like let's go let's go straight for the nitty-gritty and do this one because this one seems to be very controversial mute was king's best friend so if you think it's bad reading about him dying in this book he he was all in the first book too and you get to see his friendship with king and he builds a friendship with cress he's like a sweet angel baby yeah he's just the purest most beautiful angel and then they killed him so i thought about that i was like well at least i'm sparing her the first book so she'll get attached (laughs) but she won't get too attached (laughs) I guess everyone, for everyone that read it, you know, if you haven't read the first book, at least you weren't as attached, I guess. Gonna be sad, but not gonna need, like, a grippy sock vacation. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, that was my least favorite part. Mm-hmm. I was so upset. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Really? You know, killing off Mute, because I think we all were looking forward to his book. That would have been an awesome book, but, you know. Typical. 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 Okay, <clears throat> Lulu. Lulu, could you not, could you have found another nickname that was more strippery? Also, wait, isn't Lulu the girl from the Grinch? Cindy, oh, Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. I just think it sounds very young and childish and creepy. Mm. Like my little Lulu. Ew. (laughs) No. There's a creep, like as, you know, you'd be reading for a while and you'd be fine and you'd kind of be adjusting like, oh, okay, okay. And then they would hit you with something else to creep you out. (laughs) No. Yep, yep. The nickname Lulu. Like, Cindy Lou Who, Lulu. No. 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 She's like, hold my beer. <laughs> it's getting weirder. 
So all the misogynistic bullshit quotes, there, there's one part where Zeus is kind of trying to give her a life lesson or something. And he has this whole speech about friend zoning the pussies. Yeah. How about just not hanging out with someone that wants something more from you than you're willing to give? Right. Because that's toxic. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not a good time. And then other bullshit quotes were... Okay, like when he's talking about, oh, I've ruined, I've fucked and ruined hundreds of bitches before you, blah, blah. All right, cool. You think your dick changed them fundamentally as a person? He obviously does. He obviously thinks that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sir, (laughs) you are incorrect. (laughs) Yeah, okay. We all have numbers, but just, it, it was just boastful. It's like, okay, yeah, she knows you slept with a lot of people. You don't have to... Right. Why are you bragging about that to your girlfriend? Who's a virgin. So weird. Yeah, like, your girlfriend's a virgin, and you're just, like, spouting off about, oh, yeah, I fucked hundreds of bitches. He's like, I've been murdering the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. This is probably the one that bothered me the most when I think he's fingering her in the strip club, you know classy times he refer he talks about breaking the seal he doesn't want to push too far in and quote break the seal okay that's why i was so (laughs) surprised that this was written by a woman right because it really reads as something written by a man that weird like that that myth that hymen myth not everyone is going to bleed when they have sex for the first time you know girls women females masturbate with dildos, vibrators, they could have a sports injury from when they were a child. It could be dozens of things, or they could it could just naturally not be set up that way. And she hooked up with her other boyfriend. Oh yeah, that's and then right. They do handy things. Oh yeah, they like. And yeah. just like <laughs> that was what I thought too. I was like, did a woman really write this shit? Really, right. we're gonna perpetuate that bullshit still. Right. That was annoying. Oh, also, whenever they talk in books about. They had sex the night before, and then they just fall asleep, and yeah. then they talk about the the juices, yeah. like Honey, still that's there. That's a UTI. That's a UTI. Stop it. Go pee. Another reason I was shook that this was written by a woman. No, they do that a lot, and like, okay, I know it's fiction and everything, and maybe this is how we would all like it to be, but stop it. You are going to get the worst UTI of your life. Pee after sex. Pee after sex. Pee before sex. Pee after sex. Pee Pee during during sex. sex. (laughs) (laughs) That was unscripted. That was, I did not know that was going to happen. When you make merch, you need to make a t-shirt that says that. after sex yeah merch for all of my <laughs> actually you know i joke about it being five listeners you know it's averaged about 20 hell yeah i can't believe i have like 20 people that actively listen to this podcast queen wow i can't believe people actually want to hear anything i have to say <laughs> dude nick is in his room right now <laughs> pete what peter he's sex. like absolutely not <laughs> what am i in for Finds out his girlfriend has a piss kink <laughs> <laughs> no hate Oh my god. We have derailed once again. We have derailed. It's anyway, you have right. sex. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of infections, <laughs> when he um fucks her with a lollipop. Bro! When he fucks her with a lollipop. Stop! Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Got me fucked up. Appreciate that. And when he was talking about how he wanted it to hurt her, you know, I'm like, ew, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then she's like, eh, I, I like that it hurt, da, da, da. I was like, um, okay. I mean, I'm not going to kink shame, but... No, I mean, I want your first time to hurt. Like, what? Isn't it supposed it's... to be the opposite? What? I'm very confused. Oh, can I add something? Yeah. Okay, least favorite part. That he calls her little girl. Yeah. I think that's supposed to be hot. Yeah, it's kind of like a role play thing for them. It's very, not to kink shame, DDLG, daddy dom, little girl. Oh. Yeah, which, if it's two consenting adults, whatever. But she, she's a child. I know the the age of consent. She's within the age of consent. And the author made sure to include right. that a line about that in the novel for people getting upset. But still, she can't even drink. Right. She can't even... She can't vote. She can't even go to the club. That she works at. Legally. Okay, we're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, wait, I have that quote. 
it's you and me, Lou, has been since you were seven years old. So even though you're young, I figured it was going to happen sooner rather than later, and I decided that it better happen right fucking now. Are you kidding me? Okay, 17, 30-something. Creepy. But he's yeah. like, it's you and me. Has been since you were seven. Yeah. And he says he, uh, there's another line where he says, I'd formed her soft clay shape with my words, then cast it in copper with my hands, and finally she settled in her current shape. Well, he raised her? He raised her, and now he's fucking her? So, remember that, um, remember that whole Jacob rotisserie, uh, setup? How could I ever forget that? Okay. I found out something. We're gonna sidetrack this for a second, because I'm fucking pissed. I found out that, I think I sent you the TikTok. Uh, Stephanie Meyer apparently is planning a spinoff series to Twilight with, let's think of any R name that is not her name. Rice, I know they use rotisserie regurgitate rice <laughs> There's a TikTok video, I'll link it. Uh, Renaissance. Renaissance. <laughs> Rigatoni. Rigatoni. This series is based off of Jacob and Rigatoni, I think. It's called Moonchild. Ah! child (laughs) so it's called moon child supposedly this is the info they know on it so far and it's gonna be about renaissance when she is quote physically 18 but it happened six years after breaking dawn so she's six mentally you um you're gonna write uh a fucking romance novel about a mentally uh age six female how old would he have been? Because he was in high school. He's going to be in his 20s. He was like 16 in the first book, wasn't he? I don't know. Probably. He's he going to be in his 20s. Yeah. He's gonna, so a six-year-old and a then someone. A ass man. Yeah, grown-ass 20-something-year-old man. The fuck? Also, this is the part, you know, grooming and creepy shit aside. How are you going to write a whole ass other spinoff series? When you haven't even written the sequel to The Host, I hashtag still bitter about it. You know what? If anyone knows of some really good host fanfic. Oh, God. <laughs> let me know. I'm all about it. Fuck that shit. Yeah, so, um, you know, speaking of inappropriate age gaps and grooming and whatnot. From there, back to least favorite parts. Oh, God. And you mentioned her parents. Yeah, her fucking parents. They didn't give a fuck about her Mm-mm. unless they could use her to help their image. They treated her like a doll. Yeah. Or so like a show pony. Yeah. She, she like, literally calls herself a show pony. She's literally a show pony. <laughs> so the second she does anything that might reflect poorly on them, they just lose their shit. No. Fuck you. Also, her dad punches her in the face. Her dad. Repeat. Her father punch it a father punches his cancer having daughter in the face right in the face right in the face and then tries to act like he's better than her and anyone else you just punched your you just punched a cancer kid in the face yep the fuck was Luki happy when he died at the end oh i was high key i was fucking ecstatic i was like fuck you bye bitch Okay, so that was a whole lot of uh, least favorite parts. Let's move on to what the fuck, because I'm sure there's plenty. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're ready now. You're like, mm-hmm, I've been waiting for this. All right. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Wait, you're good. <laughs> They're gonna. <laughs> They're like, what's happening? Oh my god, her ghost! He's he's behind her. Killer is escaping. Oh wait, we could like you know we could spin that. We could do like a Scrooge. What is it? Um. Oh, Christmas Carol. No. What's that called? A Christmas Carol. Is it a Christmas Carol? The is Scrooge. It? I think so. Oh my god. A Christmas is... Carol. Fuck. A I Christmas story. No. No Christmas story is one with like the leg lamp and the gun, right? Dude, people that are not Americans just like. <laughs> 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 They're having a what the fuck moment. Yeah, I feel like we just gave any non-American listener just had a what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. I can do this. Okay. You can do it. I believe in you. What the fuck moment number one. Everyone thinks the teacher who hits on his students is so creepy and like, ew, it's so like, bleh. But look at the main characters, bitch. You're talking about, yeah, Mr. Warren. Yeah. Like he's... the way it's written, you know, he, he's like a creep. Yeah. But then you've got king who dated his teacher 
Okay, so King was 18. That That is... It is technically legal, but also still a teacher. It's still, it's still so sus. So weird. Still sus. Still sus. <clears throat> um, but then Zeus, what is it, 36? Yeah, he's like 36 and she's yeah, 17. Yeah, 19 year difference. They're very proud of it. They talk about it all the time. Yeah, it's their whole fucking personality. I noticed that I think it made it creepy because Warren... So, you know, we talk about grooming a lot. I don't really think Zeus didn't set out to intentionally groom her. Like, in their in their letters and stuff, if you read them, sometimes there's some inappropriate stuff said, but I don't... Warren yeah. intentionally set out to manipulate and groom. And that is creepy. And he's doing it to more... He's doing it to multiple young girls. Well, I mean, Zeus says... What is that quote? Has been you and me since you were seven. Like, he's he mentions multiple times that he, like, knew she was the one. And he had to... Wait, there's a quote about her... Him waiting for her to grow up or whatever. Oh, yeah, I've been waiting 10 years to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so which implies that he's been wait. you know, he's been waiting 10 years. See, here's the thing. Context is important. It's like, so it kind of is like, you know how Stephanie Meyer, like a lot of people didn't really have a problem with Rotini and Jacob. because <laughs> I didn't think on that one. <laughs> with Rotini and Jacob because... They, um, it's like, oh, well, he'll be whatever she needs and blah, blah, blah. And we talked about that. That's, like, really big in, like, Mormon culture, I think. Like, they essentially groom the young girls to be the older guys' wives. But everyone was like, oh, it's so romantic. (laughs) Obviously, Zeus wasn't thinking of her sexually when she was seven. He's never trying to flirt with her and stuff or anything or be inappropriate when she's a kid. He even tries to stay away from her. He stops right. As soon as she shows an interest, he cuts that shit off. He shuts it down. He stops writing to her. He stays away from her. He still has his crew keep an eye on her Mm -hmm. to make sure she's okay. But, you know, when she's older, yes, it does. It does become a physical sexual attraction. And yes, she is still young. She's 17. But he was not attracted to seven-year-old version of her. Him saying that shit, he's more referring to it as they had a connection. They're soulmates. Not necessarily romantic. Yeah. It's complicated. (laughs) So people, when people freak out about, oh my god, he said this. You know damn well he did not mean it like that. He means it in a soulmate. (laughs) Yeah, like he doesn't mean it in that creep-ass way, you know. Alright, what the fuck moments. Okay. Are you done? Did you have more? I think I talked about them all during my <laughs> least favorite part segment. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. What the fuck moment? She's literally the daughter of the mayor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And no one at the strip club knew who she was? Or is it just implied that they did know and they were just keep being hush-hush? I because think she's 17. They knew they were just being hush-hush. I don't think she was bothering anything or drawing unwanted attention. Um, Until she stripped for everyone. Yeah, that was fucking awkward. I just wish she'd been written 18, you know? Even so, it's Even still so, be, yeah, still but bad. Yeah, but a lot of people said, I just wish she was 18 and not 17. It would have been just a little easier <clears throat> to stomach. And it still would have had the whole... <laughs> you know? Yeah. Is that one of your what the fuck? Sort of. Just her whole double life, like how she got away with it. Yeah. Like how she was able to work there. It's just, rules just did not apply at all. Like her family didn't know about that. Yeah. And then she had cancer. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? But just <sighs> how? It's like all these people knew about different aspects of her life that she was somehow able to keep yeah. just to them. Yeah. <laughs> not have it spread around. kind of to everyone. Yeah. Which, good for her. Live your best life, but... <laughs> Live your best double life. And then another what the fuck. Um, her dad obviously was pissed that she was fucking Zeus. Punched her in the face. But he's the mayor. He took no legal action. Which, I mean, age of consent. But age also she's still a minor. Age of consent. I just don't understand He could have, like, forced her to live with them and stuff. But he didn't want to be tainted. Yeah. The second she did anything to make them look bad, boom, done. Yep. He didn't want her at that point because he's like, oh, you're bad press. Get out of my house. Even though I just punched you in the face, but, you know, cool. Basically. What about you? You know, pretty much the same as all the age, all the creepy age-related quotes. You know, when they're having sex for the first time. I've been waiting for this ten years and people freak out. Now, let's be real. He doesn't mean he's been waiting to fuck her since she was seven. I think he he's felt a connection to her. It wasn't romantic at first. And then they finally had a physical connection. And he's like, well, you know, I've known you for 10 years. That's a really fucking weird thing to say. Yeah. But I don't think he meant it. There was something in the prison letters that really, ugh, ugh. 
why the fuck would he mention women and sinning in a letter to a seven-year-old? Right. Okay, you caught that? All of their letters were honestly a little, like, sus. Yeah, I think, uh, I, think I think most of them were okay to, because she was older, like, towards the end there. I think she was, like, 16. But that was really the only one that was, like, no. Yeah. No. He just likes to brag about his conquests. Yeah, dude. But she's seven. <clears throat> supposedly, you have a huge penis, supposedly, that you've fucked, like, hundreds of, quote, bitches with. That was fucking weird. I didn't like that. Oh. 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 Okay. She decides to go bad. She goes bad girl towards the beginning of the novel is before she reconnects with Zeus. She's hanging out with um Bryce? Reese? Reese. Yeah. Yeah. So she's hanging out with this kid Reese. He's gonna help her go bad. And then he essentially almost date rapes her. Uh, she, you know, she gets really, really drunk. She's clearly very, very drunk. And he takes her up to a room and is attempting to hook up with her. But it's, um, thrown off when she vomits on herself. And then that's when, you know, someone called Zeus and tipped him off that she was there and she was really drunk and he shows up, saves the day, cool. Then she turns around and fucking dates Reese, her potential date rapist. Yeah, I didn't really understand that either. Because she wasn't into him at all either, remember? She said he no. tasted bad and like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, I think she was just doing, I think at that point, you know, she thought she might die. Mm-hmm. And she just didn't want to die without experiencing things. Which is very, that's valid. That makes, you know, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. And Zeus had that big talk with him or whatever. And then he just whipped right around and was perfect 100% golden boy after that. What? Right. Super weird. Yeah, that. And then she kind of cheated on yeah, she cheat and then she cheats on him. But then you don't really feel bad about it because it's like, well, he did try to take <laughs> advantage of her in the beginning, so yeah, sucks to suck. Yeah, I mean, fuck that guy. But I don't know. She's like fucking Zeus and still dating Reese, and then Zeus is like mad that they kissed, but he, but knew he that didn't they know. Were dating when he started fucking with her, I don't know. Just a mess. It's a hot ass mess. Um, there's a video going around on TikTok right now where this guy is talking about. If a woman's vagina <clears throat> tastes like anything but water, it's disgusting. Okay. All of TikTok is fucking roasting him, rightfully so, because he's a fucking idiot. He clearly hasn't ever licked a single vagina in his life. No, that man's never had a labia on his tongue. <laughs> <clears throat> so when he keeps going on constantly talking about how she tastes like cherry lollipops. Yeah. And then also, and then he mentioned that she liked as a kid. Stop it! So weird. Ew. God. It's, I swear, it's like every time he'd say something creepy, he'd be like, oh, gross. But then them together as a couple, you know, I I was rooting for them. It was obvious they really did care about each other and everything. And, you know, she's fucking dying, so she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, but then she didn't die. Yeah, and then they got married. Yeah. <laughs> Why wow, she was still she, a child. I think she had so much lived experience, you know. She watched her dad get shot in the face, and she survived cancer twice. She dealt with all the shit with her parents. You know, I think it was they were going for an older than her years thing. Um, okay, yeah. The stripping. Just, yep. Just gonna waltz out there and let, what did he... <laughs> I think he referred to her boobs as gumdrops. Yeah. It's just uncomfortable. It's just awkward. He's So she's like out there stripping, letting her gumdrops fall out. And it just, it was so awkward. But also like, he's literally in the club making out with girls, making her jealous. And then he gets mad at her for dancing on the stage because other men are going to look at her. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Like, bye. Bye. Well, I think she was trying to act out to get his attention. Oh, yeah. Because she's definitely he wasn't giving her out. the time of day. But I remember reading it. What? It's weird. <laughs> just, just because she's 17, you know? Yeah. This is why he looks like that on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> Going on to red flags. <laughs> the entire book. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Oh, we just talked about that. If a dude makes out with other women in front of you to make you jealous, red flag. If a dude brags about his sexual conquests. With other women. Red flag. <laughs> If he has a daughter your age, red flag. If he sticks a cherry lollipop in your pussy. Am I allowed to say pussy? Yeah. Red flag. <laughs> if he's a dick in general or has one, red flag. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, this whole book, red flag. 
Yeah. We've essentially covered many of the red flags already, just talking about all the other shit. Yeah. Is there something to be learned from this book that applies to daily life? You, you have to say that, that louder. <laughs> say it louder. <laughs> Men are trash. <laughs> Loud and proud. Um, I guess um, don't judge a book by its cover. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you can judge this book by its cover. But specifically, like, Mute. You know? He's like a hardcore man. But he's actually very sweet. Super sweet kid, yeah. And then Louise looks like this, like, crappy ass hippie and bitch she's actually kind of a baddie yeah oh also something to be learned from the book pee after sex pee after sex oh my god pee after sex you're not always gonna bleed after your first time your vagina is not supposed to taste like water (sighs) it's also not supposed to taste like cherry lollipops (laughs) yeah throwing that out there it's not supposed to taste like cherry lollipops nope what did you learn from the book the biggest takeaway was live your life for yourself and on your own terms. She had been living her life for her parents, essentially, up to that point, up to when she got cancer again and just decided, you know, fuck it. I'm I'm probably going to die. I'm just going to enjoy the rest of the time I ha- or try to enjoy and do what I want for my remaining days. And, you know, obviously she didn't die, but, you know, <laughs> it's not Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> just... Do, you know, within reason, do what makes you happy. Live for yourself. Don't let other people try to tell you how to live your life. Unless they're trying to give you advice because you're doing some stupid shit. Other than that, you know, just you do you. Hell yeah. Spicy snippet. I I think everything you said. (laughs) (laughs) Everything I said was spicy. So I'm just going to go ahead and let you talk. (laughs) Fair. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Zeus was a dick. Yeah, he was. He was just a dick. I don't dick. like him. Yeah, I was like, dude, what? He just, I fucked hundreds of bitches. Me do a little girl, blah, blah, blah. Dude, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that. Mm-hmm. Also, why did the author make him sound like a redneck? Yeah, he's like, Fran fucking terroristic. <laughs> and from my, if I recall... He's the only one that, I mean, they, they all probably use phrases like that, but he's the only one, I think, that uses it so consistently. Like, he just can't say I-N-G. Yeah. It's all N. Yeah. <laughs> Everything okay. ends in an N. The grooming thing, it wasn't like a romantic thing mm-hmm. until they reconnect when she's 17, which is still gross, but, I mean, credit where credit's due. Don't give him that much credit. He He didn't set this whole thing up. Um, but not, I'm not saying it's not gross because it is, it's inappropriate, but it is a taboo book. So, I mean, what were we expecting? Speed round. I'm ready. (laughs) Hit me. You're dissociating again. Probably. (laughs) All right. Who would you want to be besties with and why? I kind of want to be besties with Louise. Really? Yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, if I were also a teenager. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, want, like, a 29-year-old me to be, like, best friends with her. Yeah. Because I'd be like, girl, what you doing? <laughs> but, yeah, it'd be fun. Fun times. Hang out at the strip club. Um, <laughs> almost get murdered. Go yeah. to parties. She had a lot of money. Yeah. Who do you want to throat punch and why? Zeus. <laughs> because he's a damn creep. Uh, her dad. I, I thought you were going to go with the dad first. That's why I was like, What? <laughs> Basically every man in this story except for... All all men. All, all men. men. <laughs> and her mom. Her mom sucked too. Yeah, dude. We'd be a fucking traitor. Who would you want on your side in a fight and why? Well, obviously the biker gang. For reasons. <laughs> reasons. Sufficient. Alright. Who would you cast for these characters? Okay, you mentioned it earlier, but I had actually already decided Jason Momoa because... Ah! <laughs> Literally, you know? Yeah. The hair. The hair. The bod. Yeah. What is he, that? That's from Moana. Is it? Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Maui. He's like, the hair, the bod. <laughs> anyway, Jason Momoa. Yeah, I think everyone pretty much, like, yeah, thinks Jason Momoa. Like, buff man with nice hair. Yeah. Jason Momoa. <laughs> um, And then for Lou, I don't know. Are we going with, like, a child actress or, like? Yeah, probably, like, a teen or early 20s. Who's, like, a hot actress? 
maybe like a young Scarlett Johansson. Like, can we like time travel? Yeah, we can do whatever we want. Her as like a twenty year old. Yeah, that would fit. Yeah, that fits because she's like super hot. Yeah. Who do you want to be besties with and why? Mute. But you know, I can't because he's dead. So, uh, runner up, her sister B. Oh yeah, she needs a fucking friend. Yeah, their parents are awful, but also. She seems kind of interesting, but, you know, I cheated and I read her book. It's a good one. Yeah. Who do you want to throw a punch and why? Uh, I think, collectively, everyone agrees Lou's dad. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he was, he was shot in the head, so. Yeah. Didn't he get shot in the face? Like, point blank? Didn't he, I think like, so. He deserved it. Not sad about it. Well, bye. Bye. Um, honorable mention, in the very beginning, the lady from the church that just thinks it's okay to put her spit, uh, she kissed cheeks and then she wiped away her lipstick with her spit. I would have thrown up in her face. Ugh, I hate, but we all know I have issues with spit. It's very triggering for me. (laughs) Yeah, no, get out of here. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's really gross. Don't do that. Even, even pre-COVID, don't fucking do that. Who would you want on your side in a fight and why? I'm going with Harley. She's ready to throw bows in the parking lot. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> fucked her shit up. <laughs> Went full fucking WWE yeah, on she her did. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with Harley. Who would you cast for these characters? Uh, So for Lulu, I tried to find a younger actress and I found Nicolette Peltz. She played, I can't remember the character's name, but she played a girl in Bates Motel. It's the girl that Norman has a big crush on in the beginning. I haven't seen Bates Motel. What? I know. It's real fucked up. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm kind of mad about the ending. Yeah, I need to watch it. And then for Zeus, I knew everyone was going to go with Jason Momoa. (laughs) I did come across a TikTok where someone showed a picture of Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> They've got the hair. Yeah, they're like, well, he has the hair of Jesus, so he's Jesus. I'm just gonna go with the cover model. The guy with the migraine. Yeah. Um, his name is Jack Greystone, and he's the he's the dude on the cover. Nice. With the migraine. Good one. He's already he's prepped, he's in character. <laughs> That's what we think. Let's see what some other people thought. As usual, I found all of these reviews on Goodreads. And let's let's just get into the holiday spirit. Let's go high to low. <laughs> let's just let's get depressed. <laughs> Chelsea gave it five stars. Long live Daddy Zeus. <laughs> I put that one in there for you. Truly blessed. <laughs> Hallie gave it 4.25 stars. RTC, which is it means review to come. After I can stop myself from crying over mute. Aw. That was bad, man. That fucked me up. Yeah. Celeste gave it four stars. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm judging you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> or not. We read it too. What are we gonna fucking say? <laughs> Little M gave it three stars. Ten out of ten for most of the book. Rebellion, bikers, and kinky fuckery. But I don't mess with that Nicholas Sparks subplot stuff. I'm not about that life. (laughs) Personal preference, I guess. But it sets my teeth on edge. Thus the reduced rating. But hey, if someone wants both, it's a good quick read. Nusha gave it three stars. The girl nicknames herself Lulu. This was a choice. (laughs) Like, you really couldn't find a more strippery name. Yeah. We talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) Amber gave it two stars. I can handle a forbidden romance between an older man and younger woman, but when they are finally doing the deed, and he says that he's been waiting to do this for ten years, which would have made her seven, that's straight up pedophilia and sick. There were a couple of references like this, but also some references contradicting this. Either way, it shows major inconsistencies, which there were a lot of, and something I cannot handle. Big disappointment. Fair. Yeah. Tan gave it two stars. It's not you, it's my appendix. (laughs) Girl, what? (laughs) Maho gave it one star. This is one of the worst romance books I've ever read. Well, 
I guess you haven't read Midnight Sun. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Go listen to episode one if you haven't already. <laughs> Tell y'all about it. Big moment. How many and what kind of phallic symbols would you rate this book? I give it one cactus. <gasps> one cactus. Something I do not want to sit on. <laughs> all right. One cactus. Not a fan, I see. Not a fan at all. <laughs> What's your phallic rating? I gave it four cacti. All right. Now, yes, it was fucking gross at parts and everything, but honestly, I was happy for her. More than anything, I just wanted to see her thrive, bust away from her parents, you know, live her life for herself, do what she wanted, and have her happily ever after, after all the shit she went through. And, you know, she wanted Zeus. So I, at, by the end of the book, I was rooting I was I rooting, was rooting for, for them in a weird way. Yeah, like, it's not, you know, I'm not, woohoo, 17-year-old, 36-year-old, yeah. awesome. No, it was just heartwarming in a disturbing kind of way. Yeah, exactly. All right, four cacti. And it is now time for everyone's favorite part, or least favorite part, who knows. It is time for the bi-weekly boner. <laughs> this week's boner is from an article on the Intimates Boutique. It's called 101 Funny Slang Words for Penis by Sonia Williams. We will definitely be revisiting this list in the future. There's a lot of good ones on there. This time, the term that caught my eye was one-eyed wonder weasel. <laughs> Just gonna, oh, no. <clears throat> just gonna repeat that in case you missed it. One-eyed wonder weasel. <laughs> okay, my first question: Why is the penis often described as having eyes? Always feel like somebody's <laughs> watching me. It's I a don't penis. Know, do a penis is watching you. Make eye contact with it sometimes. Dude, but people don't, people don't like to make eye contact, so why would- I mean, I'm not saying I like it, I'm just saying it happens. <laughs> I hope my mom never listens to this. Oh my god. But yeah, like, people in general don't like making eye contact, so why would you- It's just another reason for someone not to be interested in yeah. anything to do with or around your penis. I don't understand. Because, I mean, you have the the wonder there. It's, you know, you're trying to give it some pizzazz, some, you know, prestige or something. But then you give it an eyeball, so. And then weasel? Like, what? I don't know. I'm not a fan. What are your thoughts? No thoughts. Only wonder weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's the festive fire hose for this week. <laughs> but eventually, I'd like to hear some jolly junk descriptions from all of you listeners. No pictures, please, just written descriptions. <clears throat> you can email the goods to churchatomspodcast at gmail.com. Put bi-weekly boner in the subject line, and don't forget, you must include the name of the article or book and author. Episode two. You did it. Yay! You came back. You're never coming back. I don't blame you. <laughs> I will come back with a written book report. A written, written book report. Oh, you want to come back after that? I put you through Chloe Brown. Welcome okay, to the dark okay, side. next. I'm just, you know, just consistently traumatizing you. I don't mean to. <laughs> I didn't listen to this one on audiobook. Oh, that's what I was going to ask I you. I would have fucking died. I actually yeah. read it. So you actually read it this time. No. I kind of want to listen to the audiobook, though, because... No, you don't. <laughs> I don't know. I think people just, probably like it. I mean, but like... Listening to him talk in the audiobook is so fucking funny. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. Ugh, I know. <laughs> so bad. Hello, Clarice. Oh my god. Alright. Thanks for being on. Thanks for coming back. Oh, I'm so sleepy. <laughs> the Smut Miss Spectacular may be over, but the themes are not. From here on out, each month, we'll have a new theme for our raunchy reads. Since January happens to be my birth month, where are all my Aquarians at? You're Cancer, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like all the memes I see about Cancers, they just cry a lot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not wrong. That's okay, that's fair. All the all the memes about Aquarians, they're just, they're fucking weird. And I am fucking <laughs> weird. Not, not bothered. So, since it's my birth month, I'm going with the theme of Ashley's FOMO. FOMO is fear of missing out. 
for those of you that might not know. There are some books out there that everyone seems to love and talk about and hype. And I need to know. I need to know what's up. Join me back here in two weeks for our next read, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Maas. And remember to fix each other's crowns and don't let the dicks get you down. Toodles! (laughs) Toodles! Nick's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Nick hates us. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. All right. Merry Smutmas to all and to all some good dick. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts or liking, subscribing, and following on whatever platform you're listening on. Not enough action for you? You can follow Turgid Tomes Podcast on Instagram, like the Facebook page, or join the Goodreads group where you can chat with other listeners, lurk tawdry reviews, and get a heads up on what we're reading and drinking. If you have any suggestions or feedback, you can send it to turgidtomes at gmail.com. And last but not least, remember to fix each other's crowns and don't let the dicks get you down.